0: to introduce our speaker as she get ready, amen, to um, release the word of God, that in which God has placed in her belly to release unto his people in this holy day that he has made. Um, this dynamic woman of God, she is from Cincinnati, Ohio, and she resides in the Indianapolis, Indiana um, area at this time. She is a woman that chases the heart of God. Amen. Um, word of God. Um, she is a woman of virtue. Amen. A, a woman who is um, generous, who is kind, um, who is is a loving. One who displays the characteristics of of, of our Father, amen, who um, acts very um, selflessly, amen, when it comes to um, God's people, amen, when it comes to God's people. Um, she is consistently just giving unto herself, you can always find her, um, helping, amen, um, helping to definitely, um, operate in in the gifts of, of help, amen, among many other gifts, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, um, glory to God, and, but you can always find her hand, um, to work, um, and that is because of the heart, that she has the heart of a servant, amen, um, in the majestic name of Jesus, and so um, we bless God for the servant heart, um, glory to God, um, she is a mother, amen, um, she's a mentor, she is a friend, most importantly, amen, she loves Jesus Christ, oh my God, she is a daughter of Zion, Amen. Okoro basia in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. She is, amen, glory to God, saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Glory to God, I saved. Um, For real. Amen. Um, In the majestic name of Jesus. And so, um, we bless God um, that she, that he is using her in the earth, that she yield unto the Holy Spirit. She's a yield to the spirit of truth to be an example, a living epistle. Amen. Um, Glory to God. Um, The word being able to be seen in her through her um, live and active. Amen. In the majestic um, name of Jesus. So we just bless the name of the true um, living God that her walk and her talk, that it aligned um, with um, the living truth, the scriptures d amen hallelujah thank you Jesus um glory be unto God in this place I always have to amen um have to also always 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 glory to God make this um disclaimer amen because it applies to us all amen glory to God thank you Jesus hallelujah amen that um We are all, amen, being perfected. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And only person that have walked on this earth who have been absolutely perfect has been our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. And that we're all are being perfected. Being perfected. Amen in him. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. With that being said, dynamic people of God, we will not um, prolong our time. (laughs) Amen. As we're ready to hear this released word of the Lord um, in the majestic name of Jesus, I want to introduce to some and reintroduce to many, none other, Oh, let me back up. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, amen. She, Amen, glory to God, um, has a PhD, Amen. She'll be getting her, it's done, it's finished, it's completed. Amen. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah. PhD in theology, Amen. Um, as well, so that just lets you know her heart and her compassion um, for God and for God's word. She also serves, amen, in this ministry as a, a, an instructor at the Kingdom Strategist University, amen, um, in the majestic um, name of Jesus, hallelujah. And um, we just bless God for the gift that she is, that the gift that He has placed in this earth for, for such a time as this. Um, glory to God! Thank you, Jesus! Hallelujah! She is, Amen. As well, an entrepreneur, and we're just blessing God for um, the endeavors that He's placed in her life, in her heart, as she's birthing out that ministry, Amen. Um, that God has um, placed on the inside of. Her. Amen. Um, in the majestic um, name of Jesus. And it's just an honor and a privilege to know um, this, this um, young lady. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, with that being said, people of God, let me introduce you to the dynamic, amazing, wonderful, um, my sister in the Lord, uh, wow. none other than Minister. Done Cooper, Amen, in Jesus' name. The line is yours, Dynamic Woman of oh God.
1: Amen. 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 To God be the glory uh for all that he has done. Um, all that he has done in our past, all that he has done in our present, and uh what he plans for our future. Amen. Amen. It is definitely an honor. Um, to come before all of his people today and just uh on this platform, hallelujah. I just thank God um for uh even uh providing this platform and, and I just love it because it is uh provided in humbleness and so um I, I just always gravitated to it. So I just thank God for <clears throat> just uh, uh apostle for um her obedience and uh this word. It's not easy, you all. It's it's not easy every day uh waking up at, at 530 uh and preparing a word uh for the people. Hallelujah. That's that that's not an easy task. So we thank her. We thank her for that. Um, and we just uh thank thank her also for surrounding people, hallelujah, that will will step in and cover and 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 also uh, uh take the the realm, the helm of the uh the ministry when needed. So uh so it's not only God said when he has given a vision, he is given a vision for the purpose of people. Hallelujah. So I just praise God because this this platform is for the purpose of people. Hallelujah for growth. Hallelujah for maturity. Hallelujah. And just for advancing in the, the kingdom of God and the things of God. So I just want to thank you this morning. Thank you for that that introduction. Thank you. Hallelujah. Um, we're gonna go ahead and and get into uh the word of God. We are coming. Today from numbers thirteen and fourteen, we are coming today from numbers thirteen and fourteen, and um, you know I'm going to go ahead and get, and summarize because um, the focus of uh, the topic today will come from the end of fourteen. So I'm going to summarize uh, all of 13 and all of 14, and then we'll move into uh, uh, the message. But, uh, you know, when I read this, I was so elated. I was so elated because this is um, the account of uh, uh, Caleb and Joshua uh, and how they went out to search the land and, And and they found that land flowing with milk and honey and uh, uh, it was a a very prosperous land uh, and how it produced fruit. And so I loved it. I was so excited. And I called Apostle and I was like, I got Joshua and Caleb. Yes you know, and I was excited, (laughs) got into the word, and God wouldn't even allow me to preach on Joshua and Caleb. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) How many times have we heard sermons from Joshua and Caleb? So amen, amen. I thank him for his word. I thank him, thank him, thank him for his direction. So we have in Numbers 13, um, that God sends a representative from each tribe out to spy the land, and uh, they all come back saying the land is good, wonderful land, beautiful land, prosperous land. But, but the cities are fortified, and the people are giants, and and that's the report that they brought back to the people, of course, everyone but Joshua and Caleb. And Joshua and Caleb's report was that Israel could overcome the giants in the land because God was with them. Like, who cares? Like, please, they're nothing that I, and, and, and you know, uh, with God in us, but they're nothing, you know, we don't care that their cities are fortified. We don't care that they are giants, you know, our God is able. And you know, they, 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 told the congregation that and tried to rally the congregation. And the congregation chose not to believe the report of Joshua or Caleb. And so in Numbers 14, the congregation began to complain to Moses and Aaron. And, and you know, they decided that it was better for them to elect a captain. You know, this what we're going to do. You know, we don't know about you. But this is what we gonna do, Moses. Uh, we gonna um, elect a captain and return back to Egypt. So th- that's what we gonna do. We're going to give up our freedom. We're going to bypass the blessings of God that he has for us. And we want to return to bondage. How crazy does that sound? Now that just sounds crazy. And Moses and Aaron heard this, oh, my gosh, they fell on their faces immediately. Joshua and Caleb, they rent their clothes, and uh, they made one last attempt to encourage the people to trust in the God that had that, that brought them out. Um, and it says in verse 8, if the Lord delight in us, then he will. He will bring us into this land. And he'll give it to us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Nine says, only rebel not ye against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. We don't eat them. We don't eat them. Their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Fear them not. That's what Joshua and Caleb said. We're going to eat them. We're going to eat them. We're going to annihilate them. We're going to take them out. But the people after that, the people were ready to stone Joshua and Caleb. Come on. Come on. Come on. Ain't that a mess? He now they trying to deliver a good word, a good word that's gonna bless them. And they gonna stone them. But God just then, but just then, the glory of the Lord hovered in the tabernacle. And Moses went. Moses and Aaron went to converse with the Lord. Hallelujah. They went to the tabernacle. Cause they was like, God said, uh-uh-uh-uh, let me come on down. Let me come on down. Cause they getting ready to stone the men of god that i have set forth hallelujah to usher in the promised land god wanted to smite the people with a pestilence but moses prayed again moses loved these people y'all but moses prayed on their behalf and god decided not to do that but he assured them oh i won't uh, 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 i won't smite them with a pestilence but uh, they're not, they not going to go into the promised land. I refuse to bless them. I refuse to have them receive the blessings. Hallelujah. The only ones that's going to make it in to that promised land is Joshua and Caleb. Yeah, they would see the land and they would allow uh, the families of, of the men who came against Joshua and Caleb to enjoy the land. God told Moses and Aaron, you speak this to the congregation, tell them this, tell them this, and let them know that they will die in the wilderness. Everyone from 20 years old and older, except for Joshua and Caleb, they will not come into the promised land. Now, as much as as, as Moses loved the people, he, he, he wasn't too thrilled about going back and, and delivering this word back to the men. And so, but he did, because in his obedience, uh, he brought back the bad report about the promised land to all the people and, and the people that got sent into the promised land, the men that went in to spy the land, <clears throat> hallelujah, They ended up dying of a plague. All of them, they died of the plague uh, for not trusting and and believing and bringing back this uh, uh, report that turned the entire congregation against the report of the Lord. Come on. And so the congregation complained greatly and decided that they would rise up. Now, this is what they're going to do. First of all, they was going to elect to go back into bondage. (laughs) So now, after hearing what God has said to Moses and Aaron in the tabernacle, this is what they're going to decide. Ain't this amazing, you know? They're going to decide that they're going to rise up early and go to the top of the mountain and emphatically say that they have sinned, but they don't care about the sin. We know we have sinned, hallelujah. But one thing we know for sure, we going into the promised land. It don't matter. So what we see and so what we have not had faith. So what we have done all of these things. We going into the promised land and it's going to tell God. Now this is what we going to do in response to your word. We going to do this. <clears throat> and Moses and the Lord, cause he was still there and the Ark of the covenant. All stayed in the camp, and Moses pleaded with him, don't go up. Don't go up there in that mountain. Don't do this. Don't do this. And the chapter ends, but all the congregation that went up to claim the promised land against the word of God, might, might I add, were killed at the hand of the Amalekites and the Canaanites. And before we get into the message, I want to bring out three points, three points, three points here. There's three types of sin. You know, we all sin, but there, there's three three modes or three three levels of sin, mind you. First, you have sin, and sin is just, you know, everyone commits acts of sin, and they miss the mark. We miss the mark, y'all, uh, 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 as as good as our intentions are, we miss the mark. Hallelujah. And, and that we know is sin. But then you move to transgression. Hmm. Transgression is willfully and intentionally disobeying God. Hmm. That's like lying. Like, okay, you know lying is wrong, but you're you know going to tell this lie anyway. It, it's kind of like stealing. You know, stealing ain't in the word of God. It ain't good. It can ruin your witness. But... You know what? Well, it's for a good cause, so you steal. And then and then all oh, this getting ready to hit a lot of folk today. Speeding. You know, we know we ain't supposed to speed. We know we're supposed to be under the, the, the laws of the land. We ain't supposed to speed, y'all. Uh, but we do it. That's transgression. That's willfully and intentionally disobeying God. Come on now. Um, and then you go even further into iniquity. So we had the acts of sin, which is sin. Then we have transgressions, which we know we ought not be doing something. Um, Our backs aren't turned to God. We know it. It, 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 It's kind of like you still uh, contemplating. You can still contemplate, but you do it anyway. Uh, I know I ain't supposed to be living with this man or living with this woman. Um, I know that ain't God's desire, but I love them, and they love me. And we eventually going to get married. That's, that's transgression because you still vacillate. Mm, I don't know. This ain't right. Some, I just don't feel comfortable. But, I mean, I want to do it, but I just don't feel comfortable doing it. It's that vacillation. It's, I know it's wrong, but, okay, I'm going to, you know, I know going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's transgression. That's transgression. You willfully doing it, but you know it's not right. You willfully do it, but you know it's not right. Then you move into iniquity. And iniquity is more deeply rooted. That's deep rooted. That's premeditated. That 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 that's doing something without a repentance. Uh and that that that's like living together, and I don't care what people say because I'm grown and I can do what I want to, and and and, and you know, and what kind of God is God if he 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 gonna punish me but for loving somebody? What kind of God is that, huh? What kind? Of, forget that. I, whatever. You know what? That's iniquity. So that's when you move into that uh uh left unchecked uh uh, uh type of sin that we move away and begin not to even fear God. We don't even fear what he going to do. We don't even fear the consequence that's coming our way because of iniquity. Iniquity is more deeply rooted. It's a premeditated choice and it's without repentance. Okay. So before we go into the message, let's just understand those levels of sin. And in verse 19, Moses asked God to pardon the iniquity of the people. Hallelujah. He asked to pardon. pardon, Moses, pardon that. Pardon these people because you know you've been doing this. You've been doing it all along. And he said, pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of this people. Remind you, iniquity is the premeditated choice without repentance. That's what Moses sees these people as you know, um, far beyond the last state of sin. I beseech thee the iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy. And as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt, even until now. So he said, pardon them. I beseech thee. You know, I beseech thee, Lord, uh, uh, please just pardon their iniquity. Hallelujah. And, And even as you have from the time of Egypt, because they've been a mess from the time they was released until right now, until this, this this time that Moses is talking to God, hallelujah. Yes, but but no, they had they their minds fixed, hallelujah, that they were going up to get the promised land. That's what the people said. They had their minds fixed. No matter if they had sinned, no matter what God had said. They no longer feared God. They didn't care. Whatever. Whatever. No, we throw the hand up. Whatever. That's what they kind of did to God. Whatever. We going to do what we want to do because it's the way we see it. But this time, this time, yeah, it was not about the congregation. But God said, oh, no, 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 no. This time, hallelujah, was about his glory. Hallelujah. This time, this time, he said in 21, but as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And God admitted. God admitted to, to him, to uh, Moses. Yeah, he said, I have pardoned them according to thy word. I've done that <laughs> up until today. Hallelujah. And God said, not, not, this, not on my dime. God said, this time the earth shall be filled with my glory. You see, the congregation that come to a place where they took the love of God for granted. They took the love of God for granted. Oh, he, gonna, he ain't going to do nothing because he's, he's forgiven us time and time and time and time and time again. So we can do what we want to. He ain't going to do nothing because he loves us. He ain't going to do nothing. He loved us. God always forgave them because he loved them. So they thought, why would this time be any different? Why would this time be different? How many times has this happened to us in our natural lives? We keep giving our children an opportunity to get it right, and they keep taking it a step Further in the wrong direction, and they keep pushing that envelope, or how many times have people taken you for granted because you have always said yes? The minute you say no, the minute, the one time you say no, they talk about you like a dog, they're offended, and they refuse to even call you, or we allow to enter into a relationship thinking God is still going to bless it. See, that's we taking God's love for granted. How about the times over the years when we have kept the house spick and span clean, because, uh, 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 but, but because our schedules, hallelujah, have gotten extremely hectic, we missed the mark on a few occasions and all hell breaks out in our marriages hallelujah, or maybe the time when all the bills were paid, but one time, one time the lights get cut off and we challenge our spouse's authority or manhood. You see, we do what the children of Israel did. We forget to resurrect altars throughout our life. You know, those reminders of what God has done and What others have done for us, we forget because we have short-term memories when the focus is all about us. Come on. When the focus is all about me, we have tunnel vision because we want things when we want it, how we want it, and the way we want it. You see, the congregation couldn't see the miracles that God did for them in the past time because they were so focused in getting the promised land now. Never mind what it took to get there. Never mind following the word of God. Never mind trusting and believing in God. Never mind submitting and walking in the obedience of God. Never mind any of that because I am holding you to what you said, God. Never mind me And my heirs, I'm holding you, God, to what you said. You said that I would be blessed in a marriage. You said that the way would be made for me. You said, you said, you said, I am holding you accountable, God. This ain't about me right now, God. This is about you. You made a promise to us. Hallelujah. You see, people of God, that is when we take love for granted when we never see, we take it for granted. Hallelujah. And, 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 and then we go, you know us, you know us, we we going to go, and we going to quote up some things up in uh, 1 Corinthians 13. You know, that's the love chapter, ain't it? Ain't that where we always go for love? Love is God. Love is not. Love is not. Love. And it talks about all of this love. And then we go, instead of putting that in its proper place, we, we, we want to manifest those scriptures to us, to people. And then and more specifically to save folks. The Bible said that since you saved and you did, that love is forgiven, that love endured all things, that love. And, yeah, so we, we, then we get to quoting that. Um, and, and and put it on a, a heavier standard on the people of God with this, and and we always attribute that to people in our lives, uh, and, and but this declaration of love is it, it was written um, to attribute to God. Hallelujah! God was before that uh, of, uh, chapter. God was talking about. Some of us may prophesy, some of us may uh, teach, some of us may speak in tongues. All of these are gifts of God, not people. They're gifts of God. And then when we flow into uh, 1 Corinthians 13, hallelujah, We, you know, these are verses that we, we often hear where in, in marriages. Hallelujah. We recite these scriptures in marriages and and we attribute that kind of love to a person, a spouse. Hallelujah. When the scriptures were attributing, were uh, uh, um, asking, hallelujah, and telling believers that this is the type of love that you attribute to God. Hallelujah. This is a godly love, and as a result, when we have women staying in abusive marriages, because the word of God said that love endures all. Hallelujah! See, they take that out of, to mean because they're trying to put it on people. It talks about faith. Um, this, this 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 chapter talks about faith and hope and love, and, and, and of course, the greatest is love. Hallelujah. Now, is it talking about faith in man or hope in man or love for man? No, but rather he wants us to have faith in him. He wants us to have hope in an everlasting life with him and love for him. When we have these things for him, he knows they will flow wisely to people around us. But the foundation for our faith, hope, and love is in Christ, hallelujah, not people. So quit trying to make people live up to these verses when it comes to you. And quit taking God's love, hallelujah, and the love from others for granted in your life, hallelujah. So, so you, you know, this all is attributed to God, hallelujah. So let's read them in that context. Let's read them. You, you you can endure all things uh, that Christ puts on you, that God puts on you, not man. We're not supposed to endure the things that man puts. This is, this is a, about a relationship between you and God in this book of love. This book of love talks about your relationship with God. Hallelujah. And, and I must admit that you know, I, I, you know, I always find myself in in, in my uh, in my sermon, Hallelujah, and I don't mind because I love the the Lord. Uh, even in His chastisement, He makes it easy, and even in His uh, 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 correction, He makes it easy for me. So I love Him because He does it so very lovingly. And and so you know, we just came up uh, with Mother's Day, and that's gone and, and uh, come and gone, and I must admit that one of my daughters didn't even take the time to recognize me for Mother's Day. And I've really helped her a great deal uh, uh, here recently. And so I was hurt by that. Then it turned into an offense. Come on. And I don't like being offended. So when I'm offended, I go and talk with God about it. You know, don't, I don't want to be offended. And, and, and God showed me. All the times that this daughter had asked me if I needed something. Mom, you need something? Hey, I got a little money. You need something? I can grab from the store for you. You know, she would bring home small little gifts from the store uh, that she worked at. She really didn't think much about Mother's Day. You know, that was just her thing. She she really didn't give Mother's Day a, a shake and maybe because you know, she was taken from her biological mother, and it just didn't, maybe the day just didn't ring well with her or whatever. And the same way, of birthdays don't really mean much to me. I, I'm not a big celebration of birthdays. I recognize them, but I, I, I don't do a whole, whole lot, you know. But um, in that, I ask God to forgive me, you know. And and I, I, I'm getting ready to make a, a nice purchase for the uh, kids, for all the grandkids. Uh nice, nice purchase, put it in the back in the yard, nice pool, you know, to so when the grandkids come over, they have a pool to, to swim in and uh that same daughter said, Mom, I I'll pay half. I'll I'll go in half on that with you. It ain't just her kids gonna be in the pool. It's other uh, my other grandkids as well. But that daughter said, Mom, I I'll go in half with you. See? But all the time when she was saying these things and doing these things, what was I doing? I was forgetting to resurrect altars right there. Hallelujah. I was forgetting to resurrect altars. Hallelujah. You see, when your focus is like a tunnel vision on yourself, it's easy to take the love of God and others for granted. I was all ready to be mad, in a place to be mad. Hallelujah. But God showed me, Don't even go there. Don't go there. Hallelujah. And when Samson knew that God would show up for him, you know, Samson took God's love for granted, didn't he? You know, he 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 knew. He just knew that last time, oh whatever, because God will deliver me. Yeah, he got his eyes gouged out. God said, no, we're gonna let them have this way with you. Because you're taking my love for granted. When David took Bathsheba and killed her husband Uriah and had him killed and had no plan for repentance, David wasn't thinking about repenting, y'all, until Nathan caught him, until Nathan revealed it. David wasn't thinking about repentance. That's taking God's love for granted. When Jonah found himself in the belly of a fish, he quickly found out that he had taken God's love for granted. People always say, never look back. Never look back. But I caution you today, look back. Look back and begin to build altars. Look back at those miracles God has worked in your life. Look back at all the situations he's brought you out of. Look back. And all the people he placed in your life to bless you, look back and look up. It is not about you and your blessings today. It's not about you and your blessings. It's about God's glory in the earth. Hallelujah. People of God, we have got to stop taking love for granted, love for others, and love for God for granted hallelujah, in our lives, we have become bitter, we have become hurt, we have become offended because of this, you know, and I've said this before, and this song rings so loudly in my head, it's a song about Diedrich Haddon, and Diedrich talks about uh, 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 that a a pastor uh, uh, took a fall, that probably sinned in some way, uh, and then the people of God want to lash out and lash out at him. But he said, if you don't recall, this is the same pastor that, that, that brought you in, that, that showed you the way. This is the same pastor that prayed for you. Hallelujah. This is the same pastor that, that, that uh, covered you in his prayers. Hallelujah. Are we not forgiving? But he make one mistake and he takes a fall and we're ready to crucify him. We're ready to crucify him. people of God. We have got to start erecting altars in our lives because when we do, we can look back at that and and not have tunnel vision and not take God's love for granted and not take the people around us their love for granted. When we want to, when when people want to stand up and and finally say no, enough is enough. Then we want to get offended when when people want to uh, uh, live in a way that's not pleasing to God. Oh, yeah, they want to take, but but still want the blessings of God. Yeah, they take God's love for granted. We have got to stop taking God's love for granted. It's going to catch us. One day, hallelujah, you keep walking in that way, and you're going to become people of iniquity, people who don't care and don't fear God anymore, People of God, look back in your life, build erect uh, erect, uh, altars in your life and, 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 and look to God in everything. Love God in everything. Don't take his love for granted. Hallelujah! When you're going through a trial or you're suffering through pain, don't take it for granted. Don't be so isolated. Think about the past Think about what He's done for you. Because when you think about that, it ushers you in. I remember I wrote an article. It was an article for a, a publication on um, adoption, and um, I said you gotta look back. You know, people gotta look in their you mirror. You got to look in that review mirror in order to navigate correctly forward. Hallelujah. So when he tells you, uh-uh, come out of that lane, go in that lane, you can't crash. You got to look back quickly and move forward. Hallelujah. You got to look back at them blessings to move forward. You got to look back when he brought you out to move forward. You got to look back when he protected you to move forward. You got to look back at all those altars that you've resurrected because those altars are going to help you and sustain you to keep you on the path, to keep you focused. To keep you in God's way of, of following his directions and following the ways of, of of that he has told you to go, hallelujah, and not get off kilter because we got tunnel vision, because we ain't looking back, because we want what we want, when we want it, how we want it, hallelujah. People of God, people of God, don't take God's love for granted like the children of Israel. Don't do that. Don't do that. Even in the small things, he's working with all of us on small things, hallelujah. Some large things, hallelujah. But when God works with you, begin to submit to that. Look back, hallelujah. Don't get in your uh, narrow-minded ways. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to do it like that. I want it like this. Don't be so focused and, and tunneled, hallelujah, on yourself. Hallelujah, but look back, hallelujah, on all the blessings God has provided for you. Look back. If Israel could just have taken the time to look back and to really see and to appreciate the blessings that God had for them, if they could see how they were carried out and blessed, hallelujah, but, but you got to see it you got to resurrect it. It's got to be an altar set up within you, hallelujah, so that you can navigate forward. Hallelujah. They could have navigated their way right into the promised land had they just taken the time to build the altars and to look back and not to take God's love for granted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for it your word today for ushering it in. Help us, Lord, not to take your love for granted, Lord. Help us not to take your word for granted. Help us not to take the love that you provided in other people for us for granted, oh Lord, but help us to see you in it all, hallelujah. Help us to navigate in a way that you would want us to go, Father. Oh Lord, help us to accept Hallelujah. And receive your correction. Ah, yay. Lord, we thank you today. And we appreciate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. And everything you've done. We see it. Hallelujah. And we build our lives upon it. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we seal this, this prayer and this word that you have brought forth, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Back in your hands. You're
2: on mute. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. Amen. This morning amen for you minister don amen delivering such a powerful powerful word father we thank you right now god lord for your word being released this morning in the lives of your people god lord we thank you for your servant this morning god who has so beautifully god poured out your truth in our hearing god lord let every word god that has came forth from your servant god accomplish that which it is set out to do in our lives god Father, we thank you for her now, God. Lord, continue to bless her in all she do, God. And, Lord, we just thank you for your servant this morning, God, speaking to our hearts, God. And, Lord, especially speaking to me, God, Lord, about taking your love for granted, God. Lord, we thank you for your word this morning, God. In Jesus' mighty and majestic name, hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you this morning, Minister Don. Amen. Amen. So such a powerful, powerful word on this list, amen. Uh, this bless my soul, because truly, amen, that word was for me, uh, you know, taking God's love for granted, amen, I just began to reflect, the spirit was reflecting at the time, the many, 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 many times, amen, that I took God's word for granted, and I heard you